Hey guys, welcome back to episode 15 of Why Are We Still Awake? I'm your host, Anton, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, Tyler. Uh, Hello. How's it going, Tyler? Welcome back, guys. Um, First week back without a guest after two banger weeks. Yeah. But just you got the boys back in town, just us two. Um, And we want to just say that we're trying out a new setup this week. We're trying some new audio stuff. So one... If it sounds bad, poor apologies, and please give us feedback. And two, might be a little shorter episode. The technology issues kind of took up a lot of time, uh, more than we expected, and we got stuff to do. But we're happy to be back with just us, and we have some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's just going to be a bit of a more lax episode for sure. Um, but do you want to just start us off with the topic? Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's jump in. Uh, something that I wanted to talk about last time, but we ended up actually bringing your sister on, was um, the fact that we never talked about the feedback we got from Somina and now from your sister and how we could kind of um, take that into account. So if you were down to talk about that, just how we could make it better and um, kind of take what they had to say into account. And if you don't remember, I kind of went back to listen to what they had to say. Um... <laughs> because... I know you bat, you're bad at remembering that stuff. Yeah, I don't remember everything. The the one thing that like really uh like I remember two like the two things that come off come to the top of my head are um they well, Somina liked it that we like have a good mix of like troll topics and then like funny topics. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think we should keep doing and, and I mean I think yeah. both people didn't like the um the 10 minute roll thing, but we've like kind of dropped that for mm-hmm. a long time. We've gotten better at, so yeah, I think. And then, so Mina's other big, not big criticism, but um, critique was she mentioned the fact that it's fun to listen to for sure, because she knows us, but we don't have like a unified theme slash like a good way to really summarize what we talked about. And I think we both, agreed that sometimes when people ask us what we talk about or what we do on it, it, it is a little hard to f- like to find that identity. So is that something that we're interested in hashing out and maybe we could talk about now? Um, I was actually, I, I mean, I was actually you know? like thinking about that for uh, on my own. And I was like, well, if I were to explain to someone, I would just say like, we like come up with topics and then we like just like discuss mm-hmm. like ass- assortments of topics like depending on like uh like just like whatever is going on like whatever comes to mind sure um, which isn't like a great explanation but it like kind <laughs> of gives like an example of like it's just like a like a mishmash of different is different that a things. word i don't know just made it up i i think yeah hodgepodge <laughs> there we go um, you're definitely right that that's an accurate description, but are we, I guess, I, I, I don't know your answer to this. Um, are we interested in kind of maybe having something more consistent week to week and then also like our mix of topics or do we like how it is now? Because right, if we like kept like something that we did consistently every week, maybe just a small segment every week, we could kind of build our identity around that. Um, or we can keep it completely hodgepodge. And I'm kind of blindsiding you with yeah. your ideas on this right now. But I'm interested to hear what you think and just kind of where we think it's going to go 
and then I can share mine. Or I can share mine first, too, if you'd rather. Um, okay, I have one idea as we were talking. This could be just like okay. completely like stupid. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how don't tell yourself I don't know how interesting it is, but like since it's the podcast is called like Why Are We Still Awake? Like at the yeah. beginning we could just do like a five like a five minute segment where we just like go over like how much sleep we got over the week and like that's an interesting and, topic i'd be down it's like you're like oh yeah like this week like i got like eight hours of sleep on app or like because you you like we have like ways to track like how much sleep we have right so you can like sure and, like e- even if we get like even more like if we get uh like a fitbit or something that can like actually track our like sleep cycle like we can like mm-hmm. do a little bit more in-depth analysis and then we can just like kind of talk about like how our sleep was like if we got enough like if any wild dreams yeah or like if we uh like didn't like or or like if something like we like change something about like our sleep habits and then we uh like think that like it improved like our sleep Mm -hmm. quality then like we can like give each other these like tips and stuff yeah no i i think that's a great idea i i like the idea of just like we can keep it brief in that like, hey, I got this much on average or like I had this really one really bad night, et cetera. And then I think like you were saying, it could definitely spawn a lot of other good conversation. Just why are you getting little, like too little sleep or why are you getting so much this week? Or I think that that would be cool. Um, and I like so I guess more generally, um, when I asked you the question, I like the idea of having at least a small segment every week that we do uh, just to always not fall back on as a like a topic every week but just one that we can kind of like define ourselves around or like something where listeners know that there's something consistent every week that they can like look forward to or like expect from us and then everything else can be our like same style um i like that idea a lot and i don't know how attached you are to that but with that idea like with what you just said and your idea i think that's a really cool or that's something we should try and i think it could end up pretty cool yeah, I think we definitely or like I know that you like track your sleep, but I definitely don't. So I need to find a way for me to do that myself. Um, and it, I mean, it'd be cool if we both use like the same metrics, so then we can like mm-hmm. clearly compare. Yeah, I'm in. You want to just shoot for like hours, nightly hours this week, and any dreams? Yeah. Okay. Hours and then something dreams easy. and then like. If you like got like a really bad night of sleep, like what happened? Okay, yeah, or or like a really good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the start I mean, of our new segment, the birth. What we need a like a, we need a catchy name that we'll have by next episode. Sleep stats. No. No, that's so. <laughs> not everything revolves around stats, you nerd. No, I just like the alliteration. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll brainstorm just like we'll brainstorm a new name for you guys okay i don't um yeah so look forward to that i guess which i think that's a productive conversation um was there anything else that stood out Let's okay see. wait the other thing is though everyone was saying that they hate the 10 minute rule which if you don't know i think that was, i hate the 10 yeah minute that was rule. my idea <laughs> at the very start <laughs> i thought okay uh, one person said to me that it was a good idea but i <laughs> you want to shout them out no it's, it, it's okay you. but i i just like okay I I don't know why everyone like hates it so much because like I get that it like breaks up the flow of the conversation, but when 
like like the idea is that or well like where i got the idea from like watching like david dobrik vlogs which are like four minutes right mm-hmm. and so, like he like it's like very like short like choppy clips of like different like bits that he does right or like that's like sure. video style and so like he and then he like often like cuts it off like like he like he like clips it so that like things get like cut off pretty quickly and same with like um like casey neistat right i think i think the video technique of it is so different though when there's both visual and audio stimulation audio stimulation i think is really abrupt to just like cut like that yeah but i i i agree with your original sentiment like i was joking about i just hate purely hate it i I agree because i think when we were pre-recording episodes we were definitely getting off on tangents and it wasn't staying focused but i think we've definitely gotten way better and i think specifically with like a 10 minute or any fixed time rule i think that works a lot better in a video space than an audio one yeah that's fair but and but i mean i i'm not that worried i think both people came up with that kind of criticism and i think we've gotten like way better at just jumping into new things and transitioning and that's just all practice i think yeah i think yeah we just need to be able to recognize when like the the -hmm. topic is over and then we can move on and then one last thing that i just thought of take a big sip (laughs) yeah oh you could hear that um that's my good mic quality um I really want to figure out some kind of cool intro. So I don't know how we're going to do that. You mean we're not going to use Dylan's song? I'm down. Uh, Maybe let's have him re-record it or something. I'm trying to get more instruments in there, you know? I just don't remember how full or long it is, but I I just want something like cool and fast. And I think it would be add like one qual like value to our show and two, like just overall quality, make it more legit. I don't know. I'd be pretty, I think that'd be pretty cool. So I kind of want to put that toward the front of the list of priorities. Okay, well, that's definitely something that we have to like outsource because I don't think either of us are that musically inclined. I mean, oh, I agree, um, at least for me. But it could be also kind of funny to have like a troll one too. That we do ourselves? <laughs> yeah, like imagine us just like singing some like kind of like, like a l- funny jingle like a rap. made on GarageBand. Or like, yeah, a rap. <laughs> okay. We'll think about it. Okay, but that's just something yeah. I want to keep in mind because I think after Dylan came on, we didn't really talk about it. Um, but okay, so I think that's those are all good things, and we kind of have enough to work on looking forward. Do you want to talk about something? Do you want to jump into another one of my my topics? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's hear another one. Okay, so um, just straight up uh, today, I was late for our assigned time to record the podcast. That's on me. Sorry, Anton. Um, but I was late because I had been on a bike ride that went longer than I expected. And um, this leads into the topic of have you found that quarantine has been beneficial to you in any ways? Like, have you found like new hobbies or have you like worked on yourself more? And if you want to think a little, I can jump in to why I started this topic with that little excerpt about me being late uh no worries on being late i think i've definitely been late my fair share of the time mm-hmm. um it's a fluid yeah thing. um i i have like a few things but you can you can go ahead i can try and okay 
So just connecting it back to the story, um, for any of those who do know me and don't, I guess I like, I don't really like, like biking, like biking around. That's like something that a lot of my friends did in high school and not like competitive cycling, but just like biking around the neighborhood. And I just like never really like, liked we it. We just biked to school is what we did. And yeah. we didn't bike to school. Yeah. They like biked to school and I just like got driven or, um, and so I just never really liked biking, and that's like kind of my reputation. And then rumors started going around that I didn't know how to bike. I do, um, but during quarantine, when there's nothing to do and like you can't just walk everywhere, I've quote unquote fallen back in love with biking. So now, like, I'll voluntarily go and do this activity that I thought I hated, and I don't love it, but I don't hate it anymore. So I've been going on like night bike rides, and it's been pretty fire. It's way better than um, going on like night walks. I feel like also. Well, we were talking about this last time we biked, and I think you guys value it because it's like more active relatively, and you can like see more things, which I agree with. But a walk, I think, is way more like relaxing and way more clearing of my head. So I think they serve like kind of different functions. But I'm am getting tired of walking around the freaking neighborhood, and yeah, you can only go so far walking. Yeah, we've literally so. gone every single down like every single street in our neighborhood. So I feel like there's not much left that we can do with walking and the other thing is when it like gets sure. later in the evening i like i don't really know why this but i feel like slow. what what's up it's just too slow oh well like that but walking. also i just feel like it's just like more dangerous or like i'm more vulnerable when it's just like when you're okay. just walking at night mm, okay well we live in a really safe neighborhood so that's not an okay yeah but like i'm here. also like vulnerable to like to like mosquitoes and stuff so like when you're biking like mosquitoes can't really get you <laughs> okay for those who don't know anton must have some sweet sweet blood because mosquitoes flock to him in yeah high volume yeah i have yeah they love me which is terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> so one of i think my top one would yeah be falling in love with biking again and then two um i think i've just been like exercising more like whether that be working out with weights or just like going on runs just because there's not that much to do so yeah i feel I think like i'm doing a lot of like physical activity that you don't normally do yeah i know and i think it's one like i don't have a commute but also two just like there's literally nothing else to do so i've been forced into something healthy yeah which is good <laughs> oh it is yeah it is good so those are some actually big pros i've seen in quarantine that for myself but i'm curious to hear if you have anything in mind um for me well like i don't remember exactly what the question was but like one of the big like changes i noticed was i've like since coming here i gained like coming back home because normally i live in new york um mm -hmm. i've gained maybe like 10 to 15 pounds which mm -hmm. is, but we're unclear where the poundage is coming from, right? Or like, yeah, or like where it's going to, right? Yeah. yeah. Or or the composition. Yeah, because like I like I don't think I'm like any fatter than I was before. Like I don't I don't mm -hmm. think I look fatter or like mm -hmm. am fatter. But I also haven't really been working out that much, and like all the working out I've done is like only body weight exercises so like i don't think I've yeah been, so more like maintaining what you yeah have. i don't think i've been packing on muscle <laughs> so like i don't know where like this weight is coming from or going to and i like don't think i like look any like bigger or like more fit or in any way so <laughs> i actually have no idea like maybe like all the scales are just wrong or something 
Well, where would you weigh yourself in New York at the gym? Or? Yeah, I would just like weigh myself in the gym, but that's like with those like doctor scales where it's like yeah, like the actual like balanced weight. Yeah, weight, right? and then like here I'm using like a electric scale, which it's is also really pretty supposed to be pretty accurate. I I have a doctor one here if you want to do. Yeah, that I might in case you're scared. <laughs> I, I might just do it to just, yeah, I might just do it to double check. But there's no way it's like ten pounds off, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't see you a lot, right, when you came back, but yeah, you don't look any different at all. And like, if you think about it, we were talking about 15 pounds of fat would be an incredible amount. And then 15 pounds of muscle would might not be as much, but it would still be like a noticeable, like you'd have to be doing active things, like more active things than you're currently doing to build that muscle. No, dude, so. 15 pounds of muscle is insane. Okay, I mean, that's insane too, but like, I'm just saying, like, 15 pounds of fat, the, the volume of that would be like crazy. Yeah, so I have no idea, but I have been eating much better than I do in New York. I, now that I like, I was thinking about it, I was like, does that mean I was just like always just kind of really hungry in New York? Mal- malnourished? Like, yeah. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, I was kind of like always hungry when I was in New York. Oh my like god. Every meal I would have, I would just like be like pretty hungry and like eager to eat that meal. Wow. So well then maybe the weight's a good thing. It, it, in other news along that uh like vein, I am now the heaviest among our immediate friends. No, it's another the heaviest among our immediate friends on the West Coast. Right? I mean what kind of oh yeah. Okay, yeah. The immediate, like, super, like, the people I've been seeing in quarantine. You're the heaviest person I've seen recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Which is, like, shocking to me. But we're all within, like, 10 pounds of each other, 10 or less. Yeah. So it's not as extreme as it might sound for those of you who don't, like, who can't picture us. It's not like I'm just massive now. Um, but is there anything else? Just like you're eating better, um, maybe a healthier weight. Well, the other thing is I've been like working on like personal projects, and then nice. uh, I think that's it. Like, yeah, that I mean that that's a good one. I think that we're gonna I'm gonna give you some free marketing right now. Uno is coming. Yeah. Uno online. Yeah, free, is coming to free you. multiplayer online. Uno is is coming out. Um, it's looking pretty fire. It's it's almost done. I I've said that like many many times. Yeah, what does that mean? But it's like, like give us a percentage, a meter percentage. I'd say it's like ninety percent done, ninety five percent. Wow. Like, I think if I worked on it tomorrow for like a good amount of time, it would just be done. Wow. So next weekend we're definitely playing Uno, is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. If I like yeah. have if, uh, like if nothing comes up, I I think. I, I could say that if we're not playing Uno next weekend, I'm gonna be pissed because ninety percent. You said one day of work as you'd be done. No problem for you. <laughs> I mean, like one day of work would be like four hours of work, though. You could do that tomorrow after work. I know, but that would just be a lot of effort for a huge payoff. Okay, okay. this is gonna make you a million. Right, you you're saying that, but <laughs> like. Like eighty percent of I thought Uno was like a very like well known game, but like eighty percent of the people I know like are like yeah like I don't really remember the rules. I'm just like I've never played Uno. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Yeah, so I'm just um, like I I thought it was like 
just like everyone knows that game. I feel like it's almost like after you explained to me so simple that it's like just kind of intuitive and that like a lot of people who have played it probably just forgot. Yeah, but like I think it's like so simple that it's just like pretty hard to forget. All right, message us if you play Uno and then we can get you a an early access code yeah. to a multiplayer room. Yeah. Um good deal. Good that's deal. exciting. It's also like so much work. It's like very basic and it, it it like took me so long. Um like partially because like I've never done something like this and then partially just cuz it's like kind of a lot of work. And I'm just like I don't know. I'm I'm pretty tired and but I'm also like amazed with how like other people are able to do stuff like that also cuz like they just have to put in so much time. <laughs> alongside like a like the regular job yeah yeah i don't you know that's ham (laughs) honestly but good job considering it's almost done thank you that's that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) all right Uh, wait i have Um, a question for you though how is your uh how's your farming going oh okay yeah i have a lot of good updates so i have three main plants i'm growing right now or yeah three main types of plants so i have two peppers i have a thai chili pepper and a banana pepper a diseased and thai then I chili ha- pepper i think they're both diseased but they're growing like really well <laughs> so i'm not really sure i think eventually they're gonna die which is pretty freaking sad um and then i have cilantro and i have two kinds of mint sweet mint and spearmint mm. so Mint is apparently really easy and invasive to grow. So that has been thriving. Like it's filled the pot almost and like it's going to grow out of the pot, but I got to keep it in there because really? it'll like take over the ground if you plant it in the ground. How does it grow so quickly? I don't know, but it's like there's literally so much growth on the top that like a lot of the the stalks on the bottom are getting strangulated because they don't get enough sunlight because the ones on the top are growing so much. Wait, can so you like, like it's pretty like like day to day you can like see it like change uh i haven't looked that close but like definitely within like three days it's bigger that's insane wow yeah no it's like kind of known for that and then also it's like good a good plant to have around because like it stops animals from eating your other plants because it's like i think pretty like aggressive for them yeah um and those like take a lot of water and sun like it's been like 100 degrees here and they were like wilting a little and I added water and then they just looked bright and they were just in full sun all day. So that's pretty amazing. Um, do you want to, and then the salon. Sorry, sorry what? to interrupt, but do you want, no. do you want a really quick farming tip that my dad gave me earlier today? Sure. Yeah. I'm all ears. I'm a beginner. I mean, your dad is also a farmer. So maybe, maybe like <laughs> different kind, not like food. Plants, I mean, my dad like... wasn't a farmer at all. So <laughs> I don't know why he gave me those. All tips. right. Let's hear the tip. Okay. He said, um, you don't, you shouldn't water your plant when it's like sunny. You should water it when it's so like, you should water it in the morning or at night. Be, and what's the reasoning? So the water doesn't just evaporate off. Or? Um. Okay, so I I don't I'm, I'm not entirely clear on why, but it's like one, it's like yeah, if it, if it's in the direct sunlight, it'll just like dry out like too quickly. Uh-huh. And then that makes sense. The second one is like. Um, I think when like the when like the the sun is out, like the leaves like produce like some kind of like coating to protect protect like the leaves itself from being mm, in like the okay. direct sunlight for too long. 
And yeah. so if you like put the water on it, it like washes it off. And then so like and the, then they get the deep. leaves. Yeah, so the leaves can actually get like sunburnt. So like they can get like little they okay. can get like dark spots on them. Uh-huh. Um and so hmm. that's like bad for the leaf. Okay. I will take that into account. I, I see no downside to doing it after it's dark. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. The um, second one okay. I Thanks. feel like I made up, but sounds kind of right. Uh, you know, I am not far enough in my farming career to correct you. So thank you, Anton's dad. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um so that's my mint. Cilantro is also another full sun plant. That's growing well, but it's been a little too hot and I moved it a little too late. So a couple of smaller what like little stalks died, but overall it's thriving. It's been too hot. But, yeah, like you know how I was like nine oh, true, true, degrees yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and then that plant's like great, right? Cause, or like for my family, we eat a lot of like stuff, like cilantro with stuff, like for flavoring. But I found out that when you cut that one, it doesn't like really regrow. Like it's not regenerative unless you let it like grow out till like there's flowers and there's seeds. So like, that's kind of like annoys me. Cause once I cut it, it doesn't, it's not sustainable. And like, that's why I got plants. Oh, wait, but, do plants. Yeah. I was kind of confused. Do all plants work like. So, well, I guess not all plants work like, I don't know, other plants where you can just cut it and then it'll just grow right back. Yeah, so I don't really know which ones do, but I know like my mint will and like other herbs will, like more basic herbs. But apparently cilantro does not just grow back. Like you would have to actually grow it enough where there's seeds and then replant the seeds, which is kind of like a Debbie Downer. That is so much work. Yeah, like I think after this cilantro grows out, I'm gonna scrap that one and get something more sustainable. But also, um, like for those plants, those like the mint or whatever, like if you, I, uh-huh. is there like a certain number of times that you can cut it until like it's just done? I think it's forever. Like you think, like in theory, the plant will just live forever. Yeah, as long as I never cut it and kill it. Is yeah. that how plants work? Yeah. Really? Well, these plants are different because, like, some plants you harvest, like, the fruit, right? And, like, that's, like, the thing. But, like, the mint is literally the leaves, right? So, like, if you think about, like, a tree, like, if you chop off a limb, like, a new limb eventually grows there, right? Do trees just live forever, like, if it, if nothing bad happens to it? In the right conditions, yeah. Is that right? I mean, like, aren't those redwoods, like, hundreds of years old in, like, Northern California? I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're living forever. They've just been alive for, like, really long. Like, they can just have, like, a really long lifespan, but they don't have, like, an infinite lifespan. <laughs> right? That's a good question. Because, like, there's, I feel like there's no way they can just, like, live. But then what happens to, like, I get that trees in the forest, like, fall all the time, but what happens? Like, what's wrong with them? I don't, like, like how does like a tree no die of old age basically like there's no more nutrients in the ground yeah maybe like but like i feel like like when that happens like the tree just like stops growing like like if the tree like the roots keep going and then like if it can't get enough sustenance to like grow then it won't grow but like it can still live right yeah, but eventually, like, it could, like, the soil has a finite amount of, like, quote-unquote food for the tree. Well, like, no, because, like, in theory, like, things will, like, decompose also, like, into the soil, right? Oh. 
Yeah. Okay, then you're basically defending what my point that they live forever. No, well, I'm I'm I know that they. I'm pretty sure that they don't. I just like don't know what what it is. What happens? Okay, well, I don't either. But <laughs> let me get it to talking my peppers. This is the most exciting part. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I have my Thai peppers and banana peppers. And so these are the ones I think have some kind of like fungus and that like the store sold them to me with fungus. But I don't I don't really know. But they're growing at like really fast rates because pepper is like really hot environments and it's been really hot. So that's been great. And both of them have started flowering. So the peppers come out of the flower. So like we're going to have peppers like within the next couple of weeks, which is pretty exciting. Wow, that's so. actually very exciting because I feel like those will be like really tasty. Yeah, and like those are actually like very useful. So I'm pretty excited. Wow, great suggestion on my part. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Good job. That was a great Mother's Day gift that I kind of commandeered for myself. I, I'm, I'm going to have to try some of those peppers, though. Yeah, we're going to eat the a Thai one on, on uh, one of the podcasts each. It's going to be spicy from what I hear. Is it really? Yeah, the Thai one is like, thousands and thousands of scovilles okay let's do it that's exciting i'm looking forward to i think that that's a great episode i'm actually really looking forward to that um okay well that's our quarantine limit for today um do you want to jump into i know you had a question for me which i'm kind of scared of always <laughs> yeah but. my question is do you enjoy overcoming challenges or do you prefer things to be easy and why hmm Hmm. <sighs> um, I think it's too cliche to say I always like to overcome challenges. Uh huh. But I think it's extremely lazy of me to say I never want to overcome challenges and I want everything to be easy. Okay. Uh, Wait, but like, so even I'm, I'm, like, are you saying that it's like it's lazy and like that's a bad thing because you don't want to be lazy? I think, yeah, eventually I'd like it catch up to me and I'd feel less good about my achievements. But, or like, okay, so like in this like hypothetical situation, it's basically like you can just have like anything you want. Oh, so you're saying like, or, or sorry, like the outcomes are the same, but it's whether the path I have to overcome challenges or I can just get everything without doing that. Um, Okay, well, there's two ways you can look at it. It can be like, yeah, like the outcome is the same, but like you would have, it would have just like come really easily to you. Or uh-huh. it could be the outcome is always like exactly what you wanted and it came really easily. Do you see how those no, are like I different? Okay, so like one of them is like you could like work super hard and then you get like mm-hmm. an A in a class. Or, like, you can just, like, troll around and then, like, kind of, like, study, and then, like, you just get an A in the class still. Or... Okay. Sorry. Rewind. So, rewind. You could try try really hard and you get a B in a class, or you could, like, try a little bit, like, you don't really try that hard and you get a B. Or it could be, like, you try a little bit and you just always get A's. But those are three different options. You're 
No, no, no. Okay, because like in the in the hypothetical, it's like in comparison to like that, right? Okay. I think I'm not entirely sure I understand, (laughs) but if the outcomes are the same, I think I'd rather, and I have to pick one. Can't be in the middle. I'd rather have challenges because even if the like the grade at the end of the day is the same, I think I definitely learned more by being challenged. The problem with that philosophy in the real world is that sometimes you can work really hard, work really hard, and the outcomes aren't going to be the same as someone who's just like purely smarter than me, right? So if if we're looking at a practical sense, then you probably want to be just lazy because that guarantees certain outcomes, right? Well, In like your hypothetical. Or, like if you're being practical within your hypothetical. I mean, yeah, it's getting a little bit confusing. Your question is hella unclear. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure what the question is myself. Um, Are you kidding me? Well, okay, like I, I didn't really consider there being like so many different like ways to look at the question. Uh, okay, okay. Let's when I it, when then. I was like envisioning okay. this question, I thought it was okay. just like, um, if like whenever there's something that you like want to do or accomplish, like you uh-huh. and you set out to do it, it's just like pretty straightforward and it like works out and it's like successful always as opposed to like you have to like work really hard there's like barriers they have to overcome like sometimes it fails like sometimes you have to like so it could be unsuccessful Mm -hmm. oh then i would why wouldn't i take the guaranteed success because it's like not that rewarding to just be like oh like that was super easy. Oh. I mean I think I value the hard work that it takes to get something by what I learn from it, right? Mm-hmm. But I only desire to learn So you can be those. more successful? Yeah, so I can reach eventual success. But if I can just be like if I could in this world be have like a smooth road and be guaranteed that like whatever I was putting my heart and soul into was going to work, then I don't need to like learn those things to become more successful. If that makes sense. Okay. Right. Um, but okay. So sorry. So how about in this hypothetical, you are, you are like succeeding at these things, not because like, you're just like really smart and you're like really good at it, but it's just like, they just Mm -hmm. like, it's like because you come from like a powerful family who's like and you're like your dad is like the president or something like that like mm-hmm. where it's like they're just like a you just you're like you come from just like i don't know just like yeah i get what you're yeah. saying like you come with like an immense like advantage so you're almost guaranteed success mm-hmm. like you're too big to fail mm-hmm. um I think you definitely feel less. There's a potential for you to feel less satisfied in what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like you're still like what you've accomplished in the like absolute world is still incredible. So I don't feel that. I don't think I personally would feel that um, 
that cheated or that I wouldn't be unfulfilled, right? Like if I if I were like part of like a super rich family, I'm obviously gonna have a really or a much better chance of becoming the president. And I think if I become president using all their resources, connections, whatever, it was an easier road for me. But the fact that I still became president is a, like a pretty big achievement in the absolute sense. And I still feel relatively fulfilled. But even if it's just like, <laughs> I, I, like maybe it's like, uh, like it's not like a democracy and it's just like a monarchy and it's just like, oh, you're king now because like, you've like okay well i think a monarchy is kind of different right okay yeah but like in that situation that's like the ultimate just like no work to get something yeah exactly like the monarchy exactly yeah i mean when you phrase it like that then that sounds pretty bad but then the reverse can be like oh i'm like a peasant farmer under the monarchy (laughs) and like my biggest achievement is that like i got an oxen today well that's not necessarily true no, but this is it, like the monarchy is the extreme version of here. You're just going to be handed something, handed like a big achievement, right? Or it's not even an achievement. You're going to be handed a title. Okay, I, so I feel like I feel like the, the the equivalent is like becoming a king in a monarchy and like getting elected president in a democracy. If that makes sense. Yeah, you're saying like. In theory, the work that you put into becoming like a <laughs> democracy is way more yeah rewarding. Or that's just, I guess, yeah. Or that's that's just like you have to like. That's like a parallel. You're becoming like a major leader, but in one you have to earn, and one you're given. Mm-hmm. Damn, this is I want a big confusing question. I, I hate your... <laughs> in the past weeks, I've said I've been scared and your question is using you fine, but I hate this one. <laughs> um, I think I would take the easy road to power, be a monarch or king, and then make sure to put a lot of effort into make sure, making sure I'm a good king. So learning what, once I have the position. So working hard once I have it. But I can skip all that beginning work. That's if I have to, if I have to pick a side. Okay, cool. Thanks. What about you? Just just, re- fast, just really fast. quick. Uh, yeah, I think that I'd want to overcome the challenges because I feel like you learn something from that. Sure. And then I mean, yeah, I think there's merit in that. And then I feel like I mean, regardless of like what happens after you like know that you had done something to like earn it, war- like deserve yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Or like you at least That's know right. that you had the ability to like do that so that you're able to do something else in the future also like yeah other endeavors Mm -hmm. yeah that's respectable but just remember that i'm a king and you're only a president um (laughs) okay well that was it just as confusing as it kind of thought in my mind it would be but um i have something else kind of some current events uh maybe not as controversial or main current events that you might think we're talking about but spacex just launched a rocket into space for the first time mm-hmm. um did you hear about I this i have heard about this yes so um i just one i thought it was cool i saw this graphic that like spacex is changing the game and like how much 
money it costs per like kilogram of weight for a rocket. So like back before it cost like 20,000 per kilogram to launch rockets. And now it's like 2K per kilogram of weight. So they've made it like way cheaper. Honestly, I feel um, like it should be even cheaper than that. Um, I feel like the fuel is extremely expensive. Like the amount of power to leave earth's gravitational pull but but i feel like i feel like even no. still like they should have found a way like a better way to just like leave without just like because I, f- I feel like the way i mean let me preface this with i have absolutely no idea how any of that stuff works but <laughs> i feel like they should have been able to find a like a more efficient way to just like exit the atmosphere because i feel like what they do is they just like brute force just like blow it up and just go straight through like the most challenging way possible they're like i i i mean there's no way to turn off gravity like i no, i don't know what you're suggesting no but i feel like they can use like 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 i because I, I feel like they're just going like directly against gravity like straight up right okay but i feel like if they like do something where they like just like do like a more gradual like increase and like a gradual climb like and they just use like the spin of the earth you know to like get them moving i don't know i feel like that can like slingshot them out of the atmosphere or something you know you know you're plenty smart but but that was just i have i have to believe that some brilliant scientists for the past 60 years since we landed on the moon have thought about this issue of leaving the Earth's atmosphere (laughs) and your slingshot off the rotation of the Earth is not a novel idea in the space. Um, But one one of the astronauts went to where I went to school so that's cool. Uh, But more importantly, I was going to ask you, do you think like as a society at least, I get that there's a lot going on right now, but do you think we've cared less about like space like in the past couple decades like i know during the cold war and when we first went to the moon there was a space race and i feel like americans were really like enthralled with the idea of going of going to space but now i feel like it's really like toned down like i barely heard about this like rocket launch and i'm sure plenty of people watched it but i like there was very little like in the news cycle about it like do you think americans care less about it now i mean definitely i mean i i like from my understanding like the whole like space race or like the whole like like uh infatuation with space was just like one like giant pissing contest between like the u.s and russia right like Mm -hmm. i thought that like there's like no like real reason why they wanted to get to space first apart from just like showing that they're better than russia i mean i think that's partly true but like the average American wasn't super invested in like being the USSR to them. Like the USSR was like a very foreign, like they didn't see a lot of it directly. I think they like the people were just more excited about the idea of going into space. And I think, cause then it was a more novel, like technology, right? Like they went from like airplanes to like being able to go into space, but like, why aren't people excited about it now? I mean, like one, like, that's because it was literally like the first time right and like right now like we don't we don't have that going on like or like we have like people in space like literally like 24 7 so there's like it's Mm -hmm. not that exciting and like because like 
like also like that achievement is just like a larger achievement than like oh like commercial space flight like the first person to like land on the moon is like way more like exciting than the first person like the first commercial space flight right yeah and even like the first person to like walk on mars like that would be like a giant occasion but i still think like the first person to walk on the moon would like overshadow that uh i think if we send something to mars like that should overshadow the moon landing i think uh, well i mean i think it'd be like very close but i still think that like it's like a more like exciting achievement because it's like yeah we can like we already know that we can go to space we already know that someone can like walk on an object that's not the earth and like now we're just doing it but farther on a bigger like a bigger scale like i think that's like less exciting so what would like what then like so the next big thing would have to be something like settling on something that's not the earth or like i think it would have to be like traveling at like light speed (laughs) oh my god or like it had to be like traveling at light speed or like leaving the solar system or or yeah or maybe like settling on like colonizing mars so basically you're saying we're like hundreds of years from being excited about space again like to the same degree (laughs) i think so yeah okay i think that's fair i was just curious it seems like there was like no hype for it and only like the people already involved with like the space community are excited because i had like like personally i was like not excited or interested at all i mean it's just excite. it's just like another space launch like those happen i don't i mean i don't know but but this is like a big one because it's like commercial or like it's private it's like a private space like company and like there was all these like promises from elon musk but i guess he (laughs) promises things all the time i mean yeah but like if you think about it it's like okay yeah instead of the government like making cars like now like like companies can make cars yeah that's a big deal that'd be like if the government like we've started saying hey like the majority of our military force now is going to be like private military companies instead of the government making soldiers. Like that would be a huge deal. Okay. I think in the grand scheme of things, like the real effect of it would be like a huge deal. And like the real, the implications are like huge, but I think in, uh-huh. in terms of like media hype, it's like very like, eh. like there's nothing like profound about the thing. Like you have to like capture like a lot of people's attention and like something like that doesn't, capture it as much as like something that's like more sensational yeah yeah that's fair here on why we still like we hate space until something cool happens <laughs> that is our new stance exactly um yeah so i guess good work elon but we don't care <laughs> yeah good work but uh <laughs> try again buddy <laughs> if you want more news coverage try again. Yeah. or maybe i'm just completely off like i haven't seen any stats maybe like viewership when it was crazy yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah maybe it was just like super popular and we're just like ignorant which is definitely possible <laughs> but then again just, you know like we just maybe we're just like really hard to impress you know we got, we i just don't know standards. anybody who was like interested in it and i feel like all kids are like interested in space at some point yeah well Okay. 
I think that was a great episode, kind of mix of stuff. Unless you have anything else pressing. No, yeah, I don't think we should wrap it up <laughs> with that with that strong note about how we're very thoroughly unimpressed with space. I, I will say, if Elon, you want to come on the show <laughs> and defend, yeah, and um, defend your uh, defend your space flight. Well, d- defend like your whole like third company, right? You have the boring company, you got Tesla, and you have SpaceX, and we just completely destroyed SpaceX. Yeah, so, so we're coming. <laughs> yeah, we had a flawless hope- argument about about that, and we're coming for Tesla right right after. We hope you're angry. We want you to come on and defend um, your child. Please come on, and yeah, tweet this out to Elon if you're listening. Okay. All right. Well. That has been episode 15. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us uh, on Instagram at Why Are We Still Awake? Uh, and, oh, Why Are We Still Awake podcast. Um, there we go. Anything else from you? No, just have a good week, guys. And we'll be back next week with sleep talk, sleep stats, whatever we're calling it. We'll tell you next week. Nap notes. Maybe. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyways. All right. Uh, Thank you, and goodbye. Bye, guys.